Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Everything you want to get, Boss Man Show, all the quicks, promos, everything at BossManShow.com. 
bro, they want to cover with you, man. The pre, the wild card games and the caveat story. The Grizz fighting amongst themselves in the locker room and it leaked out to the media. Chris Wallace was upset about that. So let's start off with that story before we get to the wild card games. The Grizz for the Pistons and it went south. They lost a lot. They lost another eight of the last ten games. They've been losing a lot of games. They shouldn't have been losing. And JB's pretty quick to come out of the locker room. He's real fast. But in this instance, he was 40 minutes late, 35 minutes late from how he, what he usually does. And what came out was there was some fights in the locker room. And amongst the Garrett Temple challenging Omri Caspi fighting each other. And it's about the business of energy when the stars out there out there playing. Uh, you know, so, you know, so what's going on with that? And then Marcus Sons now saying he's going to be more tougher on his teammates. He's trying to be nice. He's going to be tougher. Mike Conley going to try to lead more in different ways. So what is going on with the Grizz? And as the story develops, what's coming out about what's going on down there with the fight they had after the Piston game? Hey, the Grizz are at crossroads right now, like literally. Um, you know, a team that started out, 12 and 5 earlier this year were, uh, you know, uh, first place. Um, you know, even though it was short lived, you know, were first place in the Western Conference for, uh, you know, at least a week or so there. And now, now a team that has just plummeted uh, in the standings uh, 18 and 19 now, one game below 500, still, uh, you know, in, in the thick of the playoff chase. But, you know, right now they're, I think, I believe, top of 10 right now, if I'm not mistaken in the Western Conference, man. You know, it's just – it's one of those things, man, where, you know, the thought was, you know, going into this season, okay, Grizzlies will win somewhere between 35, 40 games, which they're on pace to do as we speak right now. And at some point, you know, you have to think about trading Mark. You have to think about trading Mike, you know, and just building around Jaron Jackson Jr. And I think, you know, it's, it's starting to um, – kind of creep into that locker room as well. Because like I said, you know, Marcus Saul, Mike Conley, Derek Garrett, they've been good players for for this team, but they're not they're not emotional leaders the way that uh, Zach Randolph was, the way that uh, Tony Allen was. And then once those two guys left the locker room, that leadership left with them also. And that's what you're seeing happening now. And, you know, Marcus Saul, he's not, he's not a guy that's going to, you know, rah, 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 and getting guys face in the locker room. He shows a little emotion on the court, but, you know, in the locker room, that's not really him, man. He's never really been that guy. So, you know, you're seeing Garrett Temple. You're seeing Tommy Cassidy there get into it. Those two guys, I've heard, I don't know if you've if you ever heard this before, but I heard they've had beef before. Uh, we used to play together back in uh, Sacramento. Yes, I do. I do. I hate that. I hear that story. Yeah, sure you know what I'm saying? So this is, this is nothing new between them. You know what I'm saying? This is a new area code for them to get a, a scrap on. But, you know, it's just one of those things, man. You know, and you hope that a moment like last night, those two guys getting into it, you hope that, you know, it's going, it's going to either do two things, boss. It's going to either bring them together or it's going to blow this thing all the way up, you know, to the point where guys are going to have to be moved. And, you know, decisions are going to have to be made in order to rebuild the team, man. And I think, you know, and, and the smartest thing to do at this point would be just to blow it up and, you know, let's build, let's, be, let's you know, suck for the next couple of years and just build around Jaron Jackson Jr. And, and get some young pieces that can, you know, um, help his, you know, help, 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 help his team, help, help uh, Jaron Jackson grow as far as becoming a dominant player 
and then get some pieces around him that can, you know, shooters and just guys that can, you know, cater to him as far as his ability. Exactly. I, I feel like Memphis is way too long to reboot because they held on to Zebo, Tony, Mark, and Mike a little too long. It should have just said, hey, they had a good run. After they got swept by the Spurs, that should have been, been the point. The point. Okay. That should have been the point, man. You know, at that point, uh, when they were that year, I believe, when they dressed out like 27, 28 different players and all the players that players. were hurt. Yeah. That should have been still signed in to go ahead and make some moves, man. And when you read up Mike Conley at that max number, Gasol got his money. You brought back Zebo and Tony Allen, and you brought in David Fisdale. That was it. That I mean, the Grizzlies are starting three years too late trying to rebuild this thing because they held on to it too long. Yep. Exactly, man. And that's and going to bite them in the butt. And I know they need to get the fan base out of Memphis. They're trying, they're trying to keep the team there, not the team slip away from them. But, hey, you got to do what's best for basketball on the court business. If, if you want to be a mediocre team stuck in the middle like like, like like the Hawks were for a while, do that. But you're not going to win anything right. big. You're going to be stuck in that 5 to 8 seed or missing kind of a team. Exactly, man. You know? Exactly. So, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens by MLK Day when I come to Memphis for MLK Day when they play the Pelicans. We'll see how that goes then. But between that one and it said Memphis, anything ain't go down to Memphis right now with the Grizzlies, Bickerstaff, and those guys. And, bro, let's get the NFL wild card playoffs here. Saturday, the the game nobody wants to watch, the Texans, Houston, where you you, 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 you held from, brother, and the Colts, the trilogy. They won and won against each other, won each other's home field this year. Andrew Luck came into the Tennessee, a, a Titans team that was down in the dumps there by Marcus Mariota, who's hurt again. You feel like Andrew, Andrew Luck, the coming back player of the year, go to Houston and win that game against the Texans and be a scary sight for the Kansas City Chiefs in divisional round weekend. I, I slick think, boss, that this is the best game of the weekend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I really do. It's not – for some reason, you know, Colts-Texas, it doesn't appear to be a sexy matchup as far as the media is concerned, but I think it's the best game of the weekend. I, I really do, man. You're talking about a Colts team that started out with – one in five. Oh, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. What one in five? Uh, and then went on that yeah, one in five. Yeah. One. And then went on that streak, man. And, and Andrew Luck, you know, it took him a while. We didn't know if if he, if he was ever gonna be the you know the same or the old Andrew Luck that he was before his injury. But man, he took his time. He got healthy during the, uh, those first few games, and he's been on a rampage ever since then, man. And remember when Andrew Luck. When like the story was that he took too many sacks and his offensive line couldn't protect him. Now, yep. now you talk about uh, Andrew Luck, quarterback that has taken the least sacks in the NFL because his O line they're highly underrated. But they that's the top five offensive line that he has right now. You know, led by guys like you know Ed Guard, uh, Quentin Nelson, you know guys like that. Man, so I I'm giving the Colts a. a a huge chance to win this game on Saturday. Even though the Texans have been awesome, they went on their big streak throughout the season. But I just think that they they're right for they're right for the taking. The Colts go down there, play smart football, got great defense led by that rookie at linebacker Leonard. Um, so I'm giving the Colts a great chance, man. I like the Texans, like what they like what they've done this year. But I think the Colts are gonna go down there, man. They're gonna surprise some people, man. I'm, I'm thinking twenty. 
Yeah, and then we got this. The Dallas Cowboys going against the Seattle Seahawks, a battle of two teams who want to run the football and who want to play defense. Now, and they both play the same defense because Chris Richard came from Seattle. He said cover three, single house of the defense, and they both play. And Sean Lee's getting the, the Romo treatment now. <laughs> He's been faced by Leighton Vanderhead now. Russell Wilson has the boys going out there in Seattle. So this is a battle between two quarterbacks in my mind who are both mobile. And I think just experience-wise tells me Seattle will win. I don't trust Dak Prescott to play good in a pressure situation. I don't trust Glenn Hanning Garrett to do anything in a pressure situation. So the Cowboys will go out there and run the football. They'll get down to the goal line, bruh, and they'll let Dak throw the ball three times and not give the ball to Zeke Elliott and cost himself the game. Hey, I'll see you going, bro. You know, yeah, that very well game. could be the case, man. Um, you talk about the Seattle team that was first in the league uh, in rushing, you know, as a whole there up in Seattle. And it, it's a terrible matchup for the Cowboys, man. I think the Cowboys have lost now three of the last four matchups, um, you know, with, with the Seahawks there. It's a bad matchup. Remember in week three, Seattle completely shut down the Cowboys' offensive attack. They're holding them 13 points. So, you know, it's just it's tough, man. It really is. I, I wasn't I, – I went, I went to see Minnesota, personally. I was hoping there was a way Minnesota could sneak in there and the Cowboys uh, uh, play them in the first round. That's a way better matchup. Cowboys have a chance. They're at home. It's going to take a mistake-free effort from Dak Prescott. You know, Zeke, he, he, he's, he's healthy. He's ready to go. He sat last week against the Giants. So, you know, if I'm if I'm Jason Garrett, you got to stick to the script, man. You got to stick to the script. Zeke Elliott needs at least 40 touches. He needs at least 40 touches for the Cowboys to win. I'm talking at least 20, 25 rushes and maybe 10, 15 uh, uh, catches, man, receptions there. That's the only that's the only chance I'm giving the Cowboys, man. I don't, like I said, I don't trust Dak to get into a back and forth with, with Russell Wilson as far as a passing attack. Like, Dak has to play smart. It has to be play action involved. You know, you're going to need one or two big plays from your receivers. You know, you're going to need Cole Beasley to step up. Of course, you're going to need Mike Hooper to do his thing, man. But the key to the game is Zeke, man. You know, and Seattle, and Seattle, man, they give up the most yards before first contact, man. They're giving up like 3.2 yards before first uh, first contact. You know what I'm saying? So, Zeke's going to have a chance to, you know, get the ball, do his thing, man, you know, and penetrate that, uh, that Seahawks defensive line before anybody can really touch him. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to the matchup, man. Like I said, the only chance to get the Cowboys, man. They got to play the take free football. No stupid plays from Dak. No no turnovers, man. Just play smart. Get the ball to Zeke. You might have a chance to get out of the win. And the Chargers are going to the East Coast to Baltimore, play Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. And the Ravens, Play where Lamar Jackson is throwing slants and rolls running the football and defense shut down Flip Rivers one more time and win the game in Baltimore and end up going to probably either KC or New England and giving them a scare too. Do you see Baltimore winning that game with Lamar Jackson at the helm with Rivers and then the boys coming east? Hey, why not? Why not? Um, Phillip Rivers, awesome quarterback, Hall of Famer, you know, the whole nine. But there's a reason why he hasn't gotten it done in the, in the postseason. You know what I'm saying? And he, he's, you know, he's falling short. He's had great teams, but over the years, just for some reason, when, when the moment of truth arrives, Phillip Rivers has not delivered. So I'm, I'm giving Baltimore a great chance to, uh, to be, win the game, even though, uh, you know, when you look at on paper and what the Chargers have done all year, 
you would, you would think not, but I'm, it's almost kind of similar to Dak's first year. Remember how it kind of took defenses, you know, a while to kind of adjust and get used to what Dak does. I think it's what's happening. It's, that's what's happening right now with Lamar Jackson. You know, he's Lamar Jackson. Of course, is faster than Dak Prescott. You know, so it's just a different wrinkle that they're not used to. You know, you've always, for years, you know, defenses have game plan for Joe Flacco. You know, and, and, and Joe Flacco's not there anymore. So, you know, it, it takes time for these court, these defense coordinators to get caught up and adjust to what, you know, a different quarterback can do, man. And I think that's what, you know, really benefiting Lamar Jackson right now. I think next year you'll see teams, you know, um, able to defend him a little better than, uh, than what they're able to do now, man. So, but as of, as of right now, Baltimore, they got the high hand. You, you're rolling with Lamar Jackson, man. I think they keep it going, man. And I'm calling it up there right now, man. I think Baltimore beats the charge. You know, last game of the weekend, we got the Eagles and Nick Foles going to Soldier Field and to play Mitchell Trubisky and the Bears defense. The Bears defense have been playing ball out all year, getting Khalil Mack after John Gruden gave him away when he wanted to not pay the man. So he went to Chicago and he got paid. You got Trubisky out there running Maggie's offense. It's kind of like KC, KC light down there. And the Eagles, Nick Foles, can he have magic in a bottle one more time, bro, at Soldier Field? How you feeling about this game, the last game of Wild Card Weekend? Man, you know what? Why? How is Nick Foles any good? Like, what is it about <laughs> Nick Foles playing in that Eagles uniform, man? Like, anywhere else, Nick Foles is garbage. When he plays for the Eagles, he's freaking Joe Montana. Like, how does this happen, man? He looks better running that team than Carson Wentz ever did. It's ridiculous. I don't know, man. Something about that green giving him giving that superpower. No, it's ridiculous, man. But I think the magic carpet ride ends in Chicago. I think the Bears, their defense, like you said, Khalil Mack, and what those boys can do up front there, I think they, they find a way to kind of neutralize Nick Foles. Because Nick Foles, it's, it appears like he, he loves to throw the ball deep. Him and Alshon Jeffrey have a great connection. If you're the Bears, you kind of game plan, double team, Alshon, take him out of the game, man. And, you know, of course, you got Ertz and everything. But it seems like Ertz had a better connection with Carson Wentz more so than, uh, than Nick Foles there. So, I think the Bears defensively, they get it done. I'm not, I'm not counting on Trubisky to give you much on offense, but he'll do just enough to get past the, uh, the Eagles there, man, in a low-scoring affair. I'm, I'm thinking maybe like a 16-13, 17-13, something like that. No doubt, well, bruh, I know you're going to be recapping the Saturday night games. Night at Clicks, watching that Cowboy game as the karaoke gets popping off out there at Clicks Sports Bar. I'm in South Hill, Malco. Wait, bruh, I got to be there. Oh, really? You know, ho- ho- hopefully we'll have a, a Cowboy victory after party. But even if not, <laughs> you know what I'm Come on out. It's going down, man. First weekend of the new year. You know, we're going to get it in the liveest party spot in the city of Memphis. Clicks Sports Bar, Billiards, Karaoke. The whole nine, man. That's how we. That's how we doing it in 2019, man. Five dollars to get in after ten o'clock, oh, right? Really? You better know it. You better know it. Yes, sir. Trust us, records of the ability. I see. I see. I know. Trust, bro. Five dollars. Trust get us, in. You Can't trust me. You can't trust us. You know how it go. No doubt, folks. J.C. Smith, break it down the playoffs for you on the Boss Rush. Check out all our segments. J.C. The Boss Man, BossRush.com. Everything we got for you right on the website. Check us out. We out.
hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grinding NT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Nikki, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Tell me what you gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis. Yeah. 